Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BratzTenor.com. Today is Thursday, November 9th, 2017. This is episode 141, an inexpensive, effective way to teach music reading, part one. These are two simple ways to teach music, but I want to keep these as shorter episodes, primarily because my voice is, well, it's a little more fatigued than usual, so I'm going to do them separately today. One of the most popular topics I read online on a daily basis is teachers who are very concerned and almost consumed by trying to help their students read music. I find it to be a bigger issue in instrumental music situations rather uh, than general music or choral music because, to be fair, whenever we're singing, you really don't have to teach the students the name of the notes for them to be able to sing things effectively if they have a great ear. That doesn't quite work in instrumental music. And by no means am I condoning that you should be teaching singing strictly by rote. But when it comes to instrumental music, there are so many students who have so many issues with reading music and I can tell you from experience it's not just those situations where students have learning disabilities 504s IEPs or whatever type of impediment I've had students before with very very high IQs brilliant students who have struggled reading music So, the first one that I'm going to give you today is unbelievably simple. I don't know if many people have done this before. I usually do not see this as a suggestion online, so hopefully this is going to be a nice eye-opener for a lot of you. And if it's one that you know, then hopefully you're already doing it. The simplest way to teach students to start reading music. And... By music, of course, I'm referring to the letter names of the notes, is as follows. Give the students any piece of music. It might be the music that they're working on right now for an upcoming concert. Could be something from a method book. Could be something you found online or something in your own library. Give them a copy of the music. And you also need to provide the answers to them. Now, the answers are not going to be on the sheet that they are going to have in front of them because along with the copy you give to them, you're also going to make sure that they have a pencil. The key word is pencil, not pen, crayon, marker, or any other writing weapon. Okay, you're going to use a pencil with an eraser. Now... Once they have their paper with all the notes 
and nothing is written on the sheet, you can then do any of the following. You can give them the same sheet of paper again with all of the correct notes written in underneath the notes, or if you want to do it as a class project to make sure everybody's doing it together and moving at the same speed, you can put it up on the board, whether it's a whiteboard, projector, however you want to do it. I really don't recommend doing it orally because some students will get off with this and that can really slow down your entire class. It's You could do it orally as well, but visually is, is very important. The, the easiest way really is to just give them the sheet of paper with all the correct answers so they can work at their own speed. Now, they're gonna have all the notes written underneath and some of you are gonna say, okay, well this completely goes against everything that I believe in and everything that is supposed to be. Well, I'm right with you. No, we don't want to have the names of the notes written in for students because then they're only reading the letter names and they're not reading the actual notes. So they're unable to distinguish between eighth notes, quarter notes, half notes, whole notes, etc. They're only looking at letter names. But that's not what's going to happen here. What they're going to do is they're going to write in the names of all of the notes and essentially they're going to be cheating they're going to write down all the answers you've given to them tell the student they are allowed to cheat it will always make the student laugh it will make the student smile it will the student will be in shock that a teacher is actually encouraging them to, to cheat i assure you you will be loved and endeared by the instructor, that, that the, the student will love and endear you as an instructor, even more so than they already do, because they can't believe you just told them that they could cheat. After they get done writing everything down, make sure that they did it correctly. You may even want to tell them not to write too hard with a pencil. Have them erase all of their work. They need to repeat the process. The process needs to be done three times total. For students who are still struggling to the point where they're actually copying and they're still making mistakes, they may need to do it more. These are accommodations that you need to make as part of your differentiation plan in the classroom. Once you know the students are ready, the next step, and by the way, it's important, I just want to say this very quickly, don't assume they're ready because they did it correctly once. Never, ever, ever assume. Never assume in music because they only did it once and there's a very good chance if they did something once, they may have gotten lucky. You need to get take luck out of the equation and make sure it becomes skill. So make them do it three times. They're not going to get lucky three times. After they finish the third time or more, they now on their own paper, without the assistance of the notes that have been written in, no more cheating, they now have to write in the notes on their own. The recommended number of times they should do it is three more times. Write all the notes out, 
erase them. Write them out, erase them, write them out. For most students, six times is the charm. If you do it six times, more often than not, by the sixth time that they do it, the minimum accuracy is going to be 80%. Even for the slowest students, even for the students that have the greatest issues with whatever involving their processing skills. Most students will be in the 90th percentile and a lot of them will be in the 100th percentile even if you have to prompt them for a moment because they just got a note wrong or they're about to write a note in and they didn't realize right away that that note just occurred maybe three notes prior. It's so simple and I say it's inexpensive because there are no apps required. There's no software. You don't need access to computers to do this. This is just good old-fashioned paper and pencil. So no one can say, well, I don't have the technology or the tools. We all have access to those. This system works. It's one I've been doing for many, many years now, and it is highly effective. Best of all, the students are learning at a rapid pace. They are processing the information well, and the best thing of all is you need to make it so it's enjoyable. And like I said, the best way to do that is to remind them, wow, you have a teacher that's allowing you to cheat right now. Because that's what essentially what they're doing. They're writing down the answers from someone else. But this cheating method absolutely works. Good luck with this. And in the next podcast episode I'm going to be doing later on today, I'm going to give you another way to help students read music.